He was fifth-round draft choice out of South Carolina, taken by the Packers with the 179th overall choice, native of Atlanta. In fact, you know, he's the first defensive linebacker that's a former Gamecock drafted by the Packers since Ed Holler in 1963. Mm. I think he's got a better future than Ed Holler because I never heard of Ed Holler, to tell you the truth. Wait, you've never heard of Ed Holler? I've never heard of Ed Holler. Wow. 14th rounder a long time ago. <laughs> but Kingsley was a first-team All-SEC player as a senior, uh, and uh, he has uh, gotten on the field, and he is making plays. Ten games played. Got his first career start in that one yesterday afternoon. 16 tackles, four for losses, couple of sacks, four quarterback hurries. I think the future's pretty bright for this kid. Please welcome, we all know him as JJ in the locker room, Kingsley Anigbari to the fifth quarter. Hello there, Kingsley. Hello, hello. Thank y'all for having me. Thanks hello. for coming over. So, yeah, all right, got the stomach illness out of your way, but more importantly, you got the skid out of the way. Uh, just the feeling when that ball went through on Mason's kick, whew, what kind of sigh came out of your um, lungs? I guess like uh, I guess Aaron and Matt uh, stated earlier in uh, little press interviews or whatever. Um, it's something like we really craved for. A, we didn't <laughs> we didn't have that feeling in a minute. So um, it was definitely um, one we enjoyed and um, trying to carry into the Thursday. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Very short week. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, your first start, and un- unfortunately. RG going down with the terrible ACL injury, but uh, you have been in the rotation and in the mix, obviously. What did that mean to you to, to become an NFL starter here halfway through your first season? Um, yeah, um, it kind of def- definitely sucks the way um, oh, yeah. it kind of went about. Went about um, kind of losing RG, one of our leaders of the team, leaders. Um, to me, someone I look up to, um, kind of try to uh, take some notes and watch him every day. Um, so for me, um kind of sucks to see him go down, but um, yeah, like it. I feel like the last couple of games, I pretty pretty much um, started coming into my own and pretty much making plays and stuff like that. So I feel like I was ready for the start. And um, definitely I, after the yesterday's game, definitely a lot of stuff I can improve on, but definitely feel like I held my own for the most part. What? Give me a little sense of just the, the figuring it out process from getting here through the summer and kind of just learning the professional trade. This is, I know big-time program at South Carolina, but this is a big <laughs> job. What were some of the things that were – you were kind of checking off as you were moving through to this point. Um, just pretty much just the process and the commitment is kind of more. You pretty much got to put put more into it. Like in college, you kind of spend three days out of the week where you really locked in on like the team or whatever. But now it's like each day out of the week, even game day. Like you were watching film on the guys and um, trying to find out find whatever edge you can find on the guys so you can pretty much get an advantage on them on Sunday. Is there a big jump in the techniques being taught? Two? Uh, I want to say jumping technique, no. just consistent technique. Like, um, pretty much is everyone like for me, just being consistent with my hand placement, being consistent with my steps, or um, knowing what like the offensive guys are giving me and stuff like that. And then, um, just that just varies between um, positions. But I'll say just being more consistent with um, the technique you're taught. Anybody got a photo of your first sack of uh, Zach Wilson? Uh, the I have a photo of like the celebration. Oh, do you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I I don't recall the celebration. It certainly wasn't as uh, uh, outrageous as let's say Zadarius crawling, you know, around yeah. the, the turf. No, uh, <laughs> no. Nah, nah, what'd nah. you pull out? Uh, it was just a little double hand kiss. Oh, all right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Kiss the first one goodbye. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> is that always your sack celebration? Has that been a, since a college thing? or? Uh, so I, I've been, I started that my senior. Um, so pretty much my first game, it kind of just happened. And uh, I was like, oh, dang, I, I, I might need to keep this and um, pretty much make, make mean, it my own. Do you really give it that much thought? 
What nah, I'm going to do when I sack a quarterback? Nah, um, besides that, that was pretty much spontaneous. Right. But I guess ever since then, it's kind of, I guess, my ritual or whatnot. Right. Is, there, is there a meaning behind it? Or was it really just it happened and just uh, it was natural? Happened naturally yeah. and just <laughs> stuck with it. And I was yeah. All right. Let's blow some more kisses. Let's get some more of that. <laughs> Got one the next week against Taylor Heineke. Oh, yeah. uh, and, and away you go. Uh, the defensive game yesterday. Uh, just talk about how it changed up a little bit, obviously due to injury. Obviously, Rashawn, Eric Stokes, Trey still down. There was a little juggling. Uh, not so much next to you, but behind you, mm. with what Joe Barry did with those safeties. Uh, what was the thought process from the coaching staff going in? What did you try to accomplish, and how do you think you carried it out? Um, I, I think um, just pretty much coming in, I guess we had a couple injuries, so we just definitely had to uh, move things around. But pretty much we go each day and out um, pretty much with the mentality of next man up. Uh, so I feel like Rudy and the rest of the guys was pretty much ready um, after uh, Eric and pretty much Eric went down and um, – so then, I guess just the overall game plan was pretty much to rattle Dak and just get him off, get him off the spot, whether it's with the rush, and then just confuse him on the back end. Joe was talking today, Kingsley, about the the, the rush plan. Even when Darnell would shoot uh, from the edge or inside, was really to not let Dak get outside. He mm -hmm. makes a lot of plays. They have a lot of rollout, keep action. So, uh, and he's very mobile, obviously. So, just give me the plan of, uh, of trying to keep him contained. Um, pretty much just keep him contained and just cause him, like, put hands in his face. Um, pretty much we do that. We felt like if we do that, we'll be able to um, force him to make bad throws and um, give us a chance at the ball. When, when watching the game yesterday, I was a little surprised that Dak Prescott didn't use his legs more. Were you guys a little surprised by that, that he was so stuck in the pocket, or was that just by design? Um, a little bit of both um, by design. Just just overall, we kind of knew he wasn't – he's not a guy who's um, first start is to scramble. Right. So, um, essentially, he wants to make the downfield throw. So, um, that's kind of what – that was our um, idea, to, to pretty much to keep him, keep him in the pocket and just contain everything around him and just call chaos and uh, collapse it around him and – Try to force him to force him to make a bad play. Were you guys surprised by the contributions of Rudy Ford yesterday, or is this okay? Rudy just needed a chance, and he was going to make some of these plays. Um, yeah, definitely that. Um, like throughout practice, uh, each day he pretty much make plays, make the same plays, um, if not more. So it definitely wasn't a surprise to, um to the team. So it was just a guy who um finally they got a chance on the big screen. So it wasn't a moment of the team on the sideline chanting, Rudy, Rudy, oh, no. so I Rudy. Think, uh, yeah. When we got his uh, the second interception, we ended up doing a little <laughs> I something like that. Yeah, all right. <laughs> for, for those that have season tickets, start that at Lambeau Field when Rudy Ford makes oh, plays. Yeah. Let's get Definitely that going. That. Yeah, we should. Get the Rudy yeah. chance. Yeah, all right. Definitely. Make it a yeah. thing. If, you, if you're not yeah. sure exactly how to do it or the cadence required, <laughs> go get the DVD. Yes. Pop it in. Fantastic right. movie. Fantastic movie? Rudy? Oh, let's not nope. let's not argue about this. It's a it's great the worst movie. portrayal of Dan Devine since Dan Devine was here. Who cares? <laughs> okay, <laughs> I don't care how accurate that movie is. It's an emotional it's roller coaster. Good. It's all a wonderful right. movie. Get the jersey, yeah. all that sort. Of. Have you seen Rudy? Uh, not if I right. did way back. All right, way back, way back <laughs> in the day. All right. Uh, what is your favorite football movie? Do you have one? Um, what is one? Is it uh, John Q? Or um, the one where there was an um, they went to the little college or like dorm rooms. They had a um, I cannot think of the movie, but 
It was um. Oh, um, the high school movie. Yeah, high school. It might be college. One of the two, but um, what? Not Friday Night Lights. Denzel Washington was in it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's what? high school. What? Tom Cruise? Nah, Denzel no, Denzel Washington no, 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 no. was like the coach. Oh. Oh no, I can't get it. I can't either. think of it either. Anybody yeah. see it? Help us out, movie buffs. You're oh, the man. movie buff. Yeah, I know. I'm, I can't cut. Yeah, yes, remember the Titans. Oh, remember the remember Titans. Remember the yeah. Titans. Right. Yeah. That's what you guys got to do Thursday night coming oh, yeah. out. Tunnel. That <laughs> see, would be hilarious. We're all about segues here yeah. on the fifth yeah. quarter. Yeah. Remember the Titans? Let's do it Thursday night. Yeah. Let's see that. That would be awesome. Um, yeah. So, uh, down 28-14. We are talking to Joe Barry this afternoon uh, over at the stadium, uh, and he said even the sidelines just had that belief. And we heard that word a lot. Lathur used it. Uh, I think Dean told us about it. I was talking to Lowry after the game yesterday about it, uh, that you still had that belief despite what happened. You're going into the fourth down two touchdowns, but never a doubt you were going to get the stops. And Rodgers, the way he was going with that offense, was going to get things back on track and get this thing done um yeah um this this whole year we know like pretty much we've been the better team pretty much throughout every game and there's just been a couple of, um mistakes that pretty much kept us between losses and um w's or whatnot and we just knew if we can maintain on a straight and narrow for the rest of the game we'll be able to uh, come out with a w that's just... what's been really disconcerting about your side of the ball in particular stretches of four or five three and outs or maybe a first down but getting stops and then all of a sudden a drive or you know a sequence of events and and it was hard for the offense which was a challenge to score points up until uh yesterday afternoon to kind of to recover from that and uh but you guys understood that i mean the key word consistency mm. you know every series down to down if that starts showing up the results will be there and i agree with you uh you haven't been handled really by anybody yeah Not, buffalo included I'll tell you the truth maybe minnesota the opener I give you that one. That was a tough one. But other than that, you guys, you're right. Statistically, outgunned it. You guys are top ten defense, you know, statistically. And so uh, it's showing. So uh, well done on uh, taking care of business against the Cowboys. Kingsley Enigbari, our guest tonight. We are going to take a quick break, come back, and hear more about his uh, journey from uh, Atlanta, GA, to uh, Green Bay, Wisconsin. Don't go away. Fifth quarter returns to the Narrow Bridge Brewhouse right after this timeout. Welcome back. This is the fifth quarter, live from the Narrow Bridge Brew House. Once again, your hosts, Mark Daniels and Matt Z. All right, welcome back, everybody. Kingsley and Igbari, our guest tonight. But before we get back to uh, JJ, it's time for our hot play of the day. You know how this contest works. Our friends from Robinson's will give you a prize tonight if you guess the hot play of the day. And you'll also get qualified for a grand prize drawing at the end of the season, which is coming up faster than you think. We'll do it uh, right after that uh, Viking game, I believe, before the Lions regular season finale. Welcome aboard. Give me your shot on the hottest right. play of the day. You say Mason Crosby's field goal. Mason Crosby's walk-off. 28 yards. Come on. <laughs> I know it won the game, but not, not my hot play of the day. Good for Mason. Yeah. I, I will say uh, his back's been bothering him. That's why uh, Ramiz Ahmed was called up in the practice squad to handle the kickoff chores. Uh, and uh, Mason still tried the 54-yarder upwind. Did go very well there, uh, but he said they just wanted to give the big swings a little bit of a break. Don't be surprised if we see two kickers active again on Thursday night if that doesn't clear up. But no, it wasn't Mason's kick. Let's try another one. Watson's uh, third touchdown to tie the game. The third touchdown that tied it up. Uh, I liked it. I liked it. Seven-yard little uh, corner route, but not the one. 
Not no. the one. No. No. I'm, yes. Uh, Lazard's reception. Lazard's reception. Big play. Oh, big moment. Yeah. Great play there. What I love best about it, he gives you that block look, you know, from the slot. Like it's a run play coming around that side. DBs just swallow it up and boom, he goes by him. No, not Alan Lazard's 36 yarder, but that was a good one. That was a good one. All right, Scotty. Come on. Watson's first touchdown. There you drops. go. After that kid drops a couple and he comes back with a 58-yarder. That's what I wanted to see. That is our hot play of the day. Rodgers looks to the air. Rainbow's right side. And he's got the rookie over the yes. shoulder. Catch to the end zone. It is a touchdown for Christian Watson. His first NFL touchdown reception. And a backflip in the south end zone. They beat Anthony Brown. Wow. There you go. The way Laramie on the Packer Radio Network call. As for Christian, so the quarterback and the coach made sure to keep his head up early. We're going to come back to you. Uh, and, I mean, obviously, you know, that that hit me at home. Uh, obviously, you know, I knew I know that those are plays I can make. Um, those are plays that, you know, I make every day of practice and, and just something I know I'm capable of. So, uh, obviously, you know, just ha- having that. Uh, to fall back on just knowing, you know, I'm still in it. Uh, we're still good. They still got faith in me. Uh, it means the world. That it did. And uh, hopefully the confidence is now there completely. And away he goes. Uh, because, again, this is the guy that they really thought was going to keep the passing game afloat post-Devante Adams. Right. And when he wasn't around, he had the knee surgery after the OTAs, came back, hamstring, didn't go during training camp, finally gets back, concussion, another hamstring, uh, shot to the chest, knocked him out, uh, and uh, and finally, there he is. Kingsley, you see Christian every day. This guy has got the uncoachable size and speed, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, um, pretty much each day we see it, um, see him blow up. Blow, blow past the defender with 10 yards of separation. Um, really, pretty much nothing no one can do. Do you guys just say draft class kind of just naturally bond, you know, and hang together a little bit and yeah. kind of just talk about the experience of joining the team, becoming a professional, all that sort of thing? Yeah, um, for the most part, pretty much all of us are pretty close. Um, then we kind of just talk about how I feel like we're pretty much a good, we feel like we're a good class and um, that a class that we can build around for the uh, next futures. And you, along with two others, are getting a lot of snaps. Devontae played probably as many snaps as I think I've seen him. I know he went down but came back in. And Quay, talk about Quay and what he's uh, brought to the uh, you know, middle linebacking spot and now handling all the play-calling duties, too, with uh, Dre down. Yeah, uh, even before Dre went down, he's kind of been holding his own, um, pretty much act like a vet each day. Um, you'll never know. Um, you walk in the locker room, you'll never know he's a rookie. Um, but even, even – so post Dre, I guess you could say he um, pretty much just stepped up, um, just even more, and just 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 his whole demeanor, just his presence is um, unmatched. And yeah, it's kind of he's, he's got a calm, not not too big. The game's not too big for me. Kind of feeling about him. Yeah, We're gonna get him over here one of these nights too. I think. Absolutely, yeah, definitely. But yeah, uh, so dividends coming from the driver, no question. Uh, Kingsley, how did you end up? playing your college ball at South Carolina. What made you choose the Gamecocks? Uh, so pretty much growing up from Atlanta, it was pretty much down between, um, I, I think my top three was between South Carolina, Georgia Tech, and Georgia. And um, pretty much just came, came out to South Carolina. Pretty much, I had a good chance to start, or not start, but um, play early. Then it was far enough where I can feel like, far enough and, but close enough to home where 
Um, I can feel like I'm growing up on my own, this type of stuff, and mature on my own. Um, then um, just Columbia was a great city, great place, uh, growing city, and just the coaching staff itself was um, pretty much a great, great staff. I feel like. Walk us through your draft experience leading up to the draft. What were you hearing? Once draft day rolls around and the rounds keep going one, two, three, four, five, what were you hearing? What were you feeling? Kind of walk us through that experience. Um, I could just overall just throughout my whole senior year and just the whole combine and draft prep and stuff like that. I was pretty much just getting mixed rounds, all anything from like the first to the fifth. So um, when draft day came around, I pretty much didn't know what to expect, honestly. Then um, I guess the, as the draft went up, was going on, that was probably the most like gut-wrenching day um ever the, just those i guess first two days three days whatever it was um just waiting to your name get picked not knowing when you're gonna pick um guys getting picked before you that you thought you were gonna get before picked before then and um but i guess ultimately once I, my name got called and just knowing i was going to the green bay packers um a, a legendary organization just an organization that's known for winning um pretty much all of that was just released like the weight like my shoulders, I was able to breathe in a sense. Like, like the whole, literally the whole, the whole three days of the draft, I was. Yeah, you're a, you're a mid Saturday, late Saturday afternoon phone call. Yeah, that had to be tough. Um, but yeah, like I said, I guess once I got it, it was pretty much the best call I got. So celebrate, family. Uh, yeah. So pretty much just I had close friends. I'm at the house. Um, pretty much just kicked it, and uh, the next day we had, I guess, a little bigger party or whatnot. Yeah, it's gotta be a great moment. So, as you mentioned, it was tough for you during the draft, those gut-wrenching moments. You're seeing guys get picked before you that you felt, all right, I, I'm better than that guy. I should have gone here. I should have gone there. Are you, a, are you a type of guy that keeps a list of those guys that have been picked before you and you're, that kind of fuels you? I know there are some players like that. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm like overly fueled by that, but I definitely pay attention to it. Like definitely, um, when I'm seeing someone that might have got picked before me, um, I definitely want to try to have a better game, be a lot more locked in for that game. Um, but ultimately, I'm self fueled and just fueled about um, what I see my future as. So, what what would you say was your welcome to the NFL moment where you realize, all right, this is no longer college football. This is this is the pros. Um. Like in a negative way, as in. Oh, I guess, he, he, like, no, no. I guess um, I guess just my first snap. Um, just going to the Vikings. Um, pretty much they have a they, their arena is pretty loud, so um, and it's kind of bright light. So just being amazed by that, and um, just my first snap. Um, just been out there was just living the dream. And since I've been dreaming about playing in the NFL since I was six, since I was a little kid, and just finding the um, they coming to fruition, and just be able to actually. Play and compete with the best. So you were a you were a Pop Warner standout at six. Uh, started playing. Yeah. All right. Six five five six something like that. And the growth spurt happened when? Uh, <laughs> I think either from seventh seventh the eighth grade or eighth grade to ninth grade one of those years. Really? Yeah. Was it? I think. Was it always football for you growing up? That that was your sport, or uh, did you exceed at some other sports too? That was my main sport. That was a sport I kind of played throughout middle school and high school. But um, in elementary, I think early on in uh, middle school, I bounced between basketball and uh, baseball. Hmm. I suppose I, once you hit the growth spurt, everyone's like, oh, you're getting tall. you yeah. got to go play basketball. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I guess uh, actually my freshman year of high school, uh, I played, uh, I did wrestling and I guess discus or shot put and uh, discus. 
Mm. And Phil. You say wrestling is a. I remember Mike Daniels, you know, the defensive lineman from well, especially Iowa. Especially for a D lineman yeah, guy, for yeah. For a D lineman and those types of guys. Wrestling is really, really beneficial for the skills required. Yeah, um, pretty much it's very similar. Uh, pretty much close close quarter combat um pretty yeah. much a lot of hand movement hand fighting and stuff like that and just knowing knowing how to use the opponent um like weight or momentum against them and stuff like that playing with momentum so would you break my wrist with the the hand slap <laughs> break it you nah. come, no I'll, I'll, I'll it would hurt me though it, it, it would hurt, hurt me. <laughs> but uh, I, I probably won't break but it. really uh that's probably one of the biggest things isn't it Hand use, hand placement yeah. to at least engage and disengage. Is that pretty your much number and, um, one thing? Knowing where to place it and um, pretty much just knowing how to use their momentum and knowing how to take momentum, give momentum to uh, pretty much, I guess, and get off Can you blocks. sense with a tackle is off balance or without enough bend or is too upright? Mm. Can you smell that? Yeah, so pretty much it's, you can, like, feel it. So, like, you'll feel one side is giving more than the other. One side is tugging more than other than whatever, like, your body position is the, on his body. Like, you can snag it or right. push it and um, twist it, turn it, whatever. Because we watched Rashawn, and, I, you know, the way that guy developed, I mean, you weren't here for his first couple of years, and he would show up every now and then. But Flashes, all of a sudden, yeah. last year it started coming. And this year, that bull rush of his is absolutely ridiculous. He had that from the get-go. But all <laughs> of a sudden, here comes some tricks of the trade. You know, that he learned from Preston and the guys. And it just took off from there. So you could take that kind of thing, just watching how Rashawn did it, and build that repertoire up. And that's what makes you an every-down effective edge rusher, rather than just trying to take the corner uh, or take it over the top. Uh, But getting in, moving inside, a whole bunch of different ways that you can win on that one-on-one. Yeah. Was was your family supportive of your football route? I think maybe choose something a little less violent, a little less. <laughs> or were they always on board with football for uh, you? Nah, pretty much all of my family are pretty much football fans that um, either play football or watch football. So um, pretty much that was the that was the main choice, if, if, if anything. And, um, and that, if I would, it didn't choose football, it would have been the biggest surprise. Um, hmm. If I was to choose something else, it probably would have been baseball. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You got okay. um, you got siblings that are athletically inclined? Uh, so my brother did, or my sister did track for a little bit. Then my uh, brother did f- play football. All right. All right. Just 22 years of old. Age this guy right here. So what, long way to go. We've heard that the Packers with the rookies do kind of like a performance night for the rookies. What was your rookie <laughs> performance Uh-oh. that you had to do? Uh, so mine was just like a uh, – like a Jeopardy thingy, uh, pretty much just like it's making fun of people, making fun of uh, the staff and stuff like that. Um, kind of just making people laugh and stuff like that. So, mine wasn't too bad, but it was definitely some. Uh, some Who interest. had the best? So, so were you the one that was uh, roasting everybody? Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. I mean, that's gutsy for a rookie. <laughs> but I, I didn't. I chose the right people. I didn't. Choose, oh, yeah. I didn't choose the, the top dogs, the people who right. make these decisions and cut leave, people. Leave stuff. Mercedes out of it. Leave the quarterback out what, of it. You, you didn't yeah. go after you Aaron Rodgers. No. So oh, oh, oh. he was nope. no. 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 Off limits. Off limit list. Him. Him. Matt. Uh, Gus. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the the top right. dogs. Yeah. All right. No. No, sir. Okay. <laughs> and a vested veteran. Or 
Someone who works on the third floor. Yeah. Right? They're out of uh, they're out of the picture. Yeah. All right. Hey, we've got to take another break. When we come back, we're going to turn our attention to uh, maybe uh, one of the biggest challenges these guys are going to face uh, by the name of Derrick Henry come Thursday night, especially on the ground. Tennessee Titans coming to town. We'll get to that and much more with Kingsley Enigbari with the fifth quarter. Returns to the Narrow Bridge Brewhouse right after this timeout. Welcome back to the fifth quarter, live from the Narrow Bridge Brewhouse. Here once again, Mark Daniels and Matt Z. All right, welcome back. Oh, we're flying this through this hour tonight. That's what happens on Victory Mondays. Packers over the Cowboys. Titans coming up on Thursday. we got to get our cold play of the day. We had our hot play winner. Same thing. Robinsons will give you the prize tonight. Get you qualified. Step up. Coldest play on a cold night. We'll see Amari Rogers fumble. Uh, yeah. Uh, came off a boot that gave the Cowboys a third quarter boost. No question. Bigger moves forward, gets this kick away, booming punt, backing up, Amari Rodgers, drifting back to the 33, he's to the 35, turns up field 40, he's hit 45, ball came loose. you got to be kidding me. And it looks like it's going to be Dallas football, you my goodness. Me. Ball came loose, pile up at the 45-yard line. You've got to be kidding, now it is Dallas football officially. Uh, yeah, uh, and Matt LaFleur doesn't want to, but might have to uh, write at least the special team's obituary for Amari. You know, it sucks for Amari. Uh, you know, I feel for him, obviously, because he's a guy that works his, his butt off on a daily basis, and I know he wants to go out there and excel, and um, the ball is, is everything. When you have it in your hands, you hold it for everybody in this organization, and we can't put it on the ground. Can't put it on the ground. We talked to Rich Masacci today, too. He placed Amari uh, with Keyshawn Nixon, who made a breadbasket catch on that one. That Masacci said, Keyshawn said it was coming down. It turned over, and it was just like a pass. Yeah. And he snatches those all the time to practice. But inside the five, a little dicey. So let's get that figured out. And uh, it, yeah, we had Amari on the show. He's such a great kid. He conscientious is. kid. Yeah. And it just ain't happening for him. And I don't know if it's a mental thing or, or what that might be. If he would just need to see some success like a Christian Watson needed to see success, and then hopefully he turns that corner with some of the drops. But I also think the call from Wayne and, and Larry McCarron, I mean, The Rock, I think summed it up for everybody watching the game. Yeah. Like, you've got to be kidding. <laughs> this just happened again. We've seen this so many times. I know. Packers have fumbled the ball 20 times this year. 20 and they've lost eight. And the Rodgers boys, Aaron and Amari, have accounted for 12 of them with six lost fumbles. But Amari leading the way with seven mm. and four to go against his eight receptions in the offense. That's where his future is, I think, with this team. Randall Cobb's not going to be here for much longer. Uh, and so he's got to get involved in the slot. I thought he did some nice things, especially blocking yesterday. Uh, and so let's... Put the special team stuff maybe behind him, and we'll see what happens moving down the road. All right. If the season ended today, the Packers would be uh, are in the ninth position in the NFC standings. Okay. Right? Eagles are one. They're playing tonight. Washington is eighth at four and five, just out of the pack, but have one in hand. Vikings are the two seed. Seattle the three. Tampa Bay the four. Your division leaders. Giants top wild card at seven and two. Cowboys next six and three. Forty Niners third at five and four. All right. You're right there. You're right there, Kingsley. Go get it. But it won't be fun. Uh, remaining schedule, you got seven left, four against division leaders. Tennessee, Philly, Miami, Minnesota. you got the Bears, Rams, and Lions. Combined record of the opponents remaining, 38-26. All right, line them up, knock them down, beginning with Derrick Henry. 
I don't know what it's like tackling him on a warm day, but on a cold day, I'm sure that's not going to feel much better. Kingsley, great challenge. One of the best in the game, no question about it. Um, definitely one of the better running backs in the league. Um, been proven um, for the last couple of years. But like I said earlier, I, we feel like we're one of the better yeah. teams, better defenses in um, the league, and we feel like we can compete with anybody. The last time he was here, didn't do much of anything, but it was snowing like crazy that night. Remember that? Yeah. Uh, when Titans were here and they did a nice job with uh, Derrick Henry. Titans are 30 se- dead last offensively, even with Derrick Henry in the league. 32nd in the league. Uh, and 31st in the passing department with Ryan Tannehill. So it's not like they're an offensive juggernaut, but their D is, is good. Yeah, uh, tough physical defense. Yeah, uh, scoring defense in particular. So uh, coming in 6-3, and three, off a win over Denver. They've won 5 out of 6 after an 0-2 start, so this will be a good challenge. But they're the ones traveling. So you haven't really – have you had an experience of a short week in college where you played on a Saturday and – Nah. Yeah, you just Saturday to Saturday yeah. in South Carolina. Uh, this is a little different. I mean, do you feel recovered from yesterday yet? Or do you uh, need another just lay around day to get I mean, it? Typically, um, I guess you really don't shake back to Wednesday probably. Right. Um, but um, I guess yesterday we pretty much had a recovery day uh, right after the game. So I guess the recovery process kind of like started earlier. So um, hopefully we, I, I definitely feel like we'll be ready for Thursday most definitely, though. Well, you got to be. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> got no gotta, everybody's got to do it once, and here it comes. That's for sure. We, we've kind of been talking about the cold weather off the air a little bit, Kingsley. You're a Georgia guy, played at South Carolina. What's the coldest weather you've played in? The coldest weather I played in probably has been 20 degrees, probably with a windshield of 15, and that was probably four or five years ago. So, All right. Uh, so it's really been cold, a while. But, yeah. Okay. <laughs> a little rusty. <laughs> it's heading down. 33 yesterday. We're talking 20s on Thursday. And those final two home games in January. Uh, welcome to Wisconsin there, son. <laughs> o- overall, <laughs> you. overall, like, what's the worst weather you've played in? Worst as in coldest? Or, no, or just, just any just bad conditions. Torrential rain or uh, anything like that? So, yeah. So, I had one probably it rained. So, we had almost played through a blizzard. Not blizzard, but a... Um, like a monsoon type. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. So, um... It was a game where we literally had two hours of delays. Um, this was about was this my freshman or sophomore year in um, college. Literally had two hours of delays wow. um, from rainstorms, lightning, thunder, and all tough. kind of stuff. Um, yeah, the game was a twelve o'clock game. Didn't end to like six. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. long day, long day. Uh, so, how are you adjusting to Green Bay life? Oh, it's been smooth. Definitely like it. Um, like a, coming from Georgia, Atlanta, um, kind of a bigger city. It's definitely been um, enjoying the less. Uh, the little peaceful peacefulness of uh, Wisconsin Green Bay. Good for you. Yeah, we got another break, and we're almost out of time. It was a blast, Kingsley. I'm glad you were able to stop by tonight, especially on a short week. I know that it, uh, it's uh, it's cramped for you guys. Uh, you're off to a great start here with the Packers. I, you know, I really enjoy watching you play. Watch the energy. Uh, you know, two down, and uh, you know, let's pile up a few more. Uh, get after the Titans. You finally cracked the nugget of the the losing streak, and let's uh, see how you guys build off it. Yes, sir. Definitely trying to, man. All right, keep racking up sacks. Keep doing the uh, double kisses. Yeah, <laughs> keep it going, man. Make oh, yeah. it your thing. Yes, All sir. Right. Got to. Got All to. Right.